You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 172, Understanding Your Values. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome to the podcast. Since we're getting ready for Thanksgiving here in the U.S., I want to start today's show by expressing my gratitude. Nine years ago this week, I published my very first blog post about giving thanks with your kids. And so every year at this time, In addition to being grateful for everything in my personal life, I'm reminded of how blessed I am to do what I do, to meet and talk to moms all over the world, and to be able to support them as they navigate the vital task of raising humans, which can bring out the very best and the very worst in all of us, and which has the potential to be the most rewarding and also the most challenging experience of our lives. So thank you for listening. Thank you for showing up for yourself and your kids every day, even when you don't feel like it, even when you want to just quit and run off to a very far away place. (laughs) You're not alone. I've been there and I'm still there sometimes. So thank you for being open to learning new things and growing yourself as you grow your kids. I appreciate you and I give thanks for you every day. I wanted to do an episode about values because we hear a lot especially at this time of the year, about instilling good values in our kids. And so I asked myself, what does that even mean? What are values? What are good values? What are my values? What values do I want my kids to have? And how do I instill values in them anyway? I'm going to focus on answering the first part of these questions today. And then next week, I'll focus on the second part. Okay, so this week is about values in general and your own personal values. Next week will be about your kids. And the reason we're starting with you is that you need to know what you value before you can teach and model those values to your kids. We usually have a vague idea of what we value and what we think is important, but it's rare that we actually sit down and really consider what we value most and why. Even if you have done the work of identifying your values before, Values change as we change, so it's a good idea to revisit this again from time to time. Your values are your thoughts and beliefs about what matters most to you. They're whatever you consider to be important, worthy, or meaningful to you. And so there are no universal values. Values are unique and personal to each person. I never thought I'd quote Elvis Presley, (laughs) although his songs were a big part of my childhood, thanks to my dad. But he once said something pretty profound, which was, values are like fingerprints. Nobody's are the same, but you leave them all over everything you do. Not bad, Elvis. Now, we don't want to confuse values with morals. Morals are what you believe to be right and wrong. And what I'm saying is that when it comes to values, there is no right or wrong. There's only what's right for you. And the same value can mean different things to different people. So two moms can say they value self-expression, for instance, but how they interpret that and choose to express themselves can be very different. 
one might associate self-expression with speaking her mind, while the other might think of it as expressing herself through her choice of clothing or creating art. In his book, Start With Why, Simon Sinek says that we often refer to our values as nouns, integrity, honesty, innovation, communication, for example. He goes on to say, but nouns are not actionable. They are things. It's nearly impossible to hold people accountable to nouns. For values or guiding principles to be truly effective, they have to be verbs. It's not integrity. It's always doing the right thing. It's not innovation. It's look at the problem from a different angle. Articulating our values as verbs gives us a clear idea of how to act in any situation. I love that. I'm going to give you some questions later to help you identify your values, first as nouns, and then take it a step further to describe what those nouns mean to you and turn them into verbs. So everyone has values. Everyone has things that matter to them personally. And those things are based on past experiences, the way you were raised, messages you got from your parents, teachers, friends, society. The more thoughtful and deliberate you are about your values, and the more you behave in ways that demonstrate them, the better you'll feel because you'll be living in alignment with your values. I was thinking about that word, alignment, sort of a buzzword. But when things are out of alignment, we have problems. Like when your car wheels aren't aligned, you could wear out your tires, making it unsafe to drive. When your printer cartridges are misaligned, the ink comes out blurry on the page. When your spine isn't aligned properly, it can cause chronic pain and other health issues. So again, the more you behave according to your values, the more aligned you are with what matters to you, the better you'll feel. That's why it can feel so terrible when you yell at your kids, because you might be out of alignment with your values of kindness, connection, and compassion. Or why it's so hard to make decisions when two or more of your values bump up against each other. Let me give you an example. I coached a woman last week who was deciding whether to stay or leave a business partnership. She said that while the business brought in quite a bit of money, it required a lot of time away from her family, and it was very intense work which was causing her stress. Her exact words were, it feels out of alignment. So I coached her, and essentially we talked about the values that were in conflict for her, which were financial stability for herself and her family, and the friendships she made in the partnership, versus her freedom to spend time with her family and in her own business, along with her emotional and mental well-being. When I asked her if the money, which she could just decide to make in her own business, was worth the time away from her family and the stress, she immediately said no. At that moment, her decision to leave the partnership became clear. She wouldn't have been wrong to choose money over time with her family. It just came down to what she valued more. It's important when identifying your values to remove any judgment. When I do this work with moms, they often think, I should value this or I shouldn't value that. And I want you to just focus on and pay attention to what feels right and true for you. If you would have chosen financial stability over time with the family, that's okay. You can notice that little voice in your head that says what you should or shouldn't value and be curious about it, maybe even explore it, but you don't have to listen to it or obey it. And you don't want to compare your values to anyone else's. 
The upcoming holidays can be a really good time to pay attention to this. Notice yourself comparing what you value to what others in your family seem to value and the judgment you assign to it. See if you can allow all values to be equally important and equally worthy instead of believing that some are better or worse than others. And instead of focusing on the values that differ, look for and focus on the ones you share. We're going to talk more about that in next week's episode too. Today, I want to offer you five questions to ask yourself to help you uncover your own personal values. This is not one of those episodes that you can just listen to to get the full effect. I suggest you take the time to actually write down your answers to these five questions so you can see the patterns and common themes in your answers. You can listen all the way through if you're driving or something, but then come back and do the activity. You can also pause the episode after each question to write and reflect. The first question is, how do you spend your time? The way you spend your time says a lot about what you value because you'll always make time for the things that are really important to you and will procrastinate or run out of time for things that aren't. Write down the top three to five things you spend your time on the most. This was really eye-opening for me because when I think about things that I put off doing, they're usually the things I think I should value, like decluttering my home or even exercising. Of course, I think those things are important, but my actions don't always reflect that. And when I think that should matter to me or I should do that, I feel shame and guilt, which doesn't motivate me to do it. And so maybe those things aren't strong values for me right now, and that's okay. When I can accept that and not make it mean anything negative about me, I'll probably be more inclined to do those things because I won't be putting as much pressure on myself to do them. Does that make sense? Okay, the second question is, what energizes you? Similar to time, you'll always have energy for things that are most important to you and will run out of energy for things that aren't. So write down three actions that energize you the most. For me, it's coaching, teaching, and being with my kids. The third question is, what are the most meaningful things in your life and why do they matter to you? This could be anything from personal possessions to relationships, to goals and achievements. Take some time to write about your top three to five. Question number four, what are you passionate about? It could be a cause that you believe in, something you would get up on a soapbox to talk about, something that generates strong emotions for you, either positive or negative. Write about it and write about why you feel so passionate about it. Okay, there are so many great questions that can help you clarify your values. I had a hard time limiting it to five, but for the sake of time, I'll offer one more. Question number five is, what are the three things you think about the most? What are those topics, ideas, and issues that your mind comes back to again and again? Now, after you've written down your answers, go back and identify the top three to five common themes and write those down as nouns. Some examples might be achievement, creativity, health, wealth, generosity, integrity. Notice any judgments you have about those words and write about them. Give yourself permission to own these values without judgment. What you value is part of who you are. And when you can appreciate them and stay true to your values, you become more of who you are. Finally, 
Turn those nouns into verbs by writing down how you'll live in accordance with your values. What will you do? How will you spend your time, money, and energy? How will you show up as a mom, a wife, a daughter, an employee? In case you're wondering, the nouns that I came up with for me were honesty, connection, freedom, responsibility, and growth. Now, at first, I did have some judgment about these words. They seemed soft, like I didn't identify anything to do with hard work, achievement, or ambition. Not that those aren't important to me at all, but they're not things I gravitate towards, and they're not necessarily in my comfort zone. So when I converted my nouns into verbs, I came up with things like spending quality time with friends and family, connecting with and supporting moms who want to feel better about themselves and their parenting, regularly taking time just for me, following through on my commitments to myself, and taking more risks. When you identify your top values, you can use them as a compass to guide you through life. And as I mentioned earlier, when you're aligned with your values, you'll feel more grounded, more centered, and more connected to yourself because you'll be living with a sense of meaning and purpose based on what matters most to you. Knowing what you value is so important, and it's the first step in offering values to your kids. So next week, we'll discuss how kids learn values, what and how to teach them, and what to do when your partner or ex have values that differ from yours. All right, Mama, have a wonderful holiday weekend. And if you found this episode helpful, please share it with friends, share it on social media, and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts. I'll talk to you again next week with part two. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.